Hi guys and gals, we are back with the Endurance House Podcast, episode number 14, and this week we have Travis Levin uh, sharing his story about the Pemberton Trail 50K. Um, This is a 50K that has been going on since 1998, so a lot, it's a classic race out in Arizona, Um, a lot of big name ultra runners have towed the line at this one. Um, a little bit about Travis. Um, he's someone that I kind of connected with when I got into the sport, you know, the year before I ran my first 50 K Travis had set the course record at the Ozark foothills 50 K and, you know, new to Strava, you just start following people. So I started following Travis on Strava and Instagram, and we've kind of just stayed connected, um, through the years through that. Um, and you know, he moved out to Colorado um, as a super fast guy from St. Louis, Missouri, moved out there to try to make a name for himself. And, you know, with a result like this that you will hear about from him, um, he is well on his way. Um, it's cool to keep watching him grinding and working hard out there. So um little shout out from our sponsor, Buffalo Bluffs Hemp Farm. Guys, give them a give them a check. Um Check them out. I am still absolutely obsessed with the tinctures. Um, it's helping me sleep so much. Um, I'm recovering from my injury a little bit, so I've been using the salve on my calf, which has been amazing as well. Um, give them a give them a check at um, buffalobluffshempfarm.com. The Endurance House twenty percent code for your first purchase. Uh, like I said, check them out. It it is the real deal, and they're doing great things down there. Um, so be we would love it if you would support their efforts um as well as a podcast like you are so we really appreciate it without further ado let's let travis take it away hey guys travis lavin here here to talk about the pemberton trail 50k in mcdowell mountain state park in arizona the course is a 15 and a half mile loop that you do twice with a total elevation of 2,000 feet the trail is rolling winding um, a few flat sections of single single track trail Um, makes for a super fast course it's a beautiful desert trail with lots of cactus as well Um, on the morning of the race i got up about two hours before to get ready i'll typically have breakfast one hour before i start my warm-up my warm-up usually consists of two miles and drills, and then I'll get started on kind of preparing my nutrition and hydration. Um, I use Flow Formulas Hydration Mix in all my bottles and spring energy gels as well. Uh, My plan was to have two bottles on me and two gels, and then if needed, I would stop at the aid stations as well. Um, The ultimate plan was to just stop um, at the halfway point and swap out my bottles um, with my fiance and uh, try not to use any of the aid stations. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, before the race, slipped on my Newton Distance S running shoes and headed to the start line. Um, I was nervous, and, of course, my watch wouldn't start, so that didn't help at all. Um, As I stood on the start line, all I could think of 
was all the hard work I had put into this and the pace and splits I needed to hit to run the race I wanted. The gun went off and my watch still had not started. Head down, I took off into the lead and had already veered off course. <clears throat> the race director laughing and yelling, turn left. I shook my head and was off. After the first mile, I turned around and no one was around. I was all by myself in the lead in a race that I was ranked third, according to Ultra Sign Up, but I was there to win. The past couple years, I had started my season with a second place finish, but not today. I was going to win this dang race. From mile one to about five and a half, my watch still hadn't turned on. I was running just by feel and hoping I was on pace. I started to guess by the actual time on my watch. I looked down and I had been running for 33 minutes. I thought to myself, I have to be at least five miles in and doing the math in my head of when I needed to be at the halfway point. Finally, my watch GPS clicked on and I was surprisingly hitting my splits perfectly or pretty close to it. Um, Clicking off the miles, I was averaging about 6.20 pace. I was feeling great, but still didn't know exactly what mile I was on or if I was on pace until my watch said 8.32 a.m. And I was on the last mile of the first loop. I knew I was going to be on pace for a fast time. <clears throat> I came into the start-finish line at 1 hour and 38 minutes. I was fired up. The race director yelled, Dude! You could run 315 to 320. I said, that's the plan. I swapped my bottles out and grabbed two more gels from my fiance and took off. At this point, I just had to get past the first half of the loop, which had all the climbing, and then it would literally be all downhill from there. <clears throat> As I started to make the gradual climb, my calf injury that had been bothering me a week before the race started to flare up but I fought through and continued to push forward. <clears throat> As the race went on, it continued to slow me down on all the little hills. I told myself, easy on the hills, hammer on the flats and downhills, and you will make it. Luckily for the 25K runners, starting later, I was able to run with some of the them and pick up the pace as they gave me words of encouragement. Some asking if I was Jim Walmsley. I just laughed and said, nope, I'm Travis Lavin. <laughs> I continued to press on, pa passing more 25K runners and mountain bikers on the course, and I knew I had to be close. I looked at my watch, and it was 10.14, or 3 hours and 14 minutes um, on actual running time. I knew it was going to be a close one to finish. If I wanted to break three hours and 20 minutes, I would have to run six minute mile to do so. And at this time I was already running seven minute pace. I tried, but didn't have it in me. My calf was shot the last 10 to 12 miles of the race. So took it easy until finally seeing the downhill finish line with a hundred meters to go. I took off with joy to the finish winning in a time of 3 hours, 20 minutes, and 49 seconds.
I had missed my A goal of 311 and B goal of sub 320, but was able to pull off a fast enough time to make the fourth fastest on the course and a huge PR by 47 minutes. <clears throat> Despite this, the biggest achievement was being on on the top fastest times list on the course with some of the greatest ultra runners like Jim Walmsley, Ian Torrance, and Hal Corner. <clears throat> this was a great start to the year and with hopes of so much more to come. Jump a few days after the race, with results posted in Ultra Running Magazine, top times list updated, I was not so disappointed with my time after all. I was able to run the second fastest 50K in road and trail and currently first fastest trail 50K in the country for 2021. The year is early, I know, but I'll be back at it again this year to go even faster. Thanks, Ryan, for this opportunity to share my story. I hope you all enjoy. Peace. You guys, let's just be honest. Uh, Travis is a goddamn rocket. <laughs> Dude went crush town. I mean, I can't even fathom running sub 321 on a 50K. Uh, I'm, I'm happy with my sub five-hour 50K. Um, that's just, it's mind-blowing to me. And to be able to be the you know Missouri guy that's out in Colorado now training and being the top four with the list of names that are have run this race a race that's been going on since 1998 I mean that's just that's next level stuff it's very cool um, to see a, a local boy out there just crushing absolutely crushing so huge shout out to Travis um, you know it's it's fun for us to kind of keep an eye on him while he's out there doing things and hopefully we see some bigger things from him uh going forward i think we will he works super hard um and the reason why i know that is i just follow him on instagram which i'll share with you guys um in the show notes where you can follow travis um his sponsors wanted to take care of you guys as well so there's a 30 percent off code for um, his fuel. Um, so flow formulas, hydration, if anyone's interested in that, I'll have that in the show notes and he runs for Newton. Um, so Newton has a 20% off code as well. So if anyone is a Newton fan out there, we'll share that as well. And, and Travis also does some coaching. So Lavin training systems, um, I will provide his email and you can check him out on social media for pricing and training. If you're interested in, you know, learning from someone who is, <laughs> running crazy fast times and training in the mountains. Um, Travis is also a super fast marathoner. So a lot of knowledge there. Um, anyway, another great episode. Thanks Travis for sharing your story. Hope that calf's healing up and we will kick it to next week's episode. Before we do that, I just want to say a huge thank you to, uh, Michael Truman supporting us on Patreon um, really appreciate anyone else's liking what we're doing and wants to help out. I want to start, you know, providing more reports, need a little help to make that happen. So, um, you can check us out at the endurance house on patreon.com. Um, also a big shout out to Scotty Coomer with 10 junk miles. Um, a, a big way to get the podcast out there to other people is through ratings and reviews. And Scotty sent us a great review on Apple podcast. So, um, thank you, Scott. If you guys aren't listening to 10 junk miles, it is one of the best running 
trail running ultra podcast that you can have. Um, it's just, their format is so awesome and Scott and Holly and the whole crew do such an amazing job. So definitely check them out. Um, and please, uh, like subscribe, write reviews. It helps us get into the ears of more people and hopefully that will bring more people sending over their audio race reports to us so we can share them out and keep creating fun content for you guys so until next time this is ryan maher signing out